Welcome to the Design of Communication podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Keeling, and this podcast is about how you can become a confident communicator as a design, tech, or creative professional. Sharing career strategies, language tips and insights, and communication techniques to become a powerful communicator and excel in your career and reach a new level of confidence in English. A big part of the job interview is to showcase your strengths. Your goal is to demonstrate your strengths and your experience in a confident way. Also in a way that is most relevant to the job that you're applying to. But highlighting your strengths in a confident way can be challenging, not just because you don't like to brag, don't worry, I get it, but we don't see ourselves the way other people see us. Right now, as this episode comes out, I'm celebrating. It is Fluent Speaker's second birthday. It was exactly two years ago that I decided to go all in with my business to help design tech and creative professionals by working as a coach and offering coaching. I'd been working online and teaching and coaching for more than seven years. And at the time I had around 12 years experience and I was working on all kinds of projects with education companies, most of them in China. And I had my own freelance clients, but it wasn't really official. But I had really big dreams to, it sounds cheesy, but impact people's lives and to reach more people than I was at that moment. And I got started by taking a 21-day challenge. And it was exactly 15 days into this challenge that I officially registered Fluent Speakers. And I'd been working on this idea of a business for quite a long time, but I needed someone to guide me. And in this challenge, I was given exercises to do every day to get me that one step closer to my dream. I knew if I wanted to grow and help as many people as possible, I had to work on myself. I needed to shift my mindset, continue to build my confidence, and also dedicate the time and energy that I knew was needed, but I wasn't yet doing for me. Like I said, I was working on nine or 10 different projects for like five different companies, but I kept my focus and I've worked on building my vision. Within the last two years, I worked out that that's something like 5,000 hours of work, just me alone. But as we are working towards something, As we are growing, as we are working on a project, whatever that is, we don't see the big changes and progress that we make when we're putting the work in. And it's definitely been like that for me. Not unless we remind ourselves, of course, of the gain. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then I highly suggest listening to the episode, The Gap or the Gain, Handling Setbacks and Dealing with Rejection. But When we are in it, when we are doing the work, focusing on projects and our life, whatever that might be for you, we don't tend to see our accomplishments, our strengths, 
how much we have grown. What we can see is very different to what others can see. We see the full behind the scenes of what's happening, your emotions, your behavior. You will see the projects that didn't work or the ones that you started and neglected. You also can see your flaws, but other people will see your strength. And it might not be until you were told, wow, it's amazing what you've been able to achieve. You did so well with that project. How did you do that? Isn't it difficult? And you might think, thanks, but it was kind of easy. I just did it. Typically, our strengths are things that we find easy. It's not always easy to highlight what they are, especially not in an interview. For example, you might find it relatively easy to conceptualize ideas. That's the case with me, but it hasn't always been like that. I find that it's easy to come up with topics and ideas for my podcast. Give me one hour and I can come up with a hundred different ideas for content to share with you. And then I can take it and implement it. But two years ago, that wasn't the case. Sure, I was able to come up with some ideas, but I would probably need 10 days to come up with 100 different ideas. But I found it even harder to conceptualize the ideas and really execute. Now that's something that I can do relatively easily. When there's something we do naturally, we might barely notice that it's a strength until someone points it out. Or we look back like I have today and see just how far we can come. Our strengths can be things that we might find easy right now, but it doesn't mean that we have always found them easy to do. Today, I really did have a real moment of, wow, I have come so far. I was reminded of my journey. I received a message from someone who was taking the exact 21-day challenge that I took over two years ago now. And I guess it's like day 15 for them of their challenge. And I was reminded that's when I started my business, which was quite humbling. And I feel very proud of how far I've come, not just in myself, but really taking the chance to make this happen. And in that time, I've been able to help and reach thousands of people from around the world and have podcast listeners. I have you guys from more countries than I could ever dream of visiting. My point is, we don't see ourselves the way other people see us. And it can be difficult to see our strengths, especially as we're in this journey, we're growing, we're improving. If that is the case, what can we do? How can you highlight your strengths so you can share not only what you can do well, but how that relates to your role? How can you confidently talk about your strengths and give examples in a way that doesn't feel icky, like you're bragging, a way that comes across with ease and that doesn't sound like you're reading the job description and giving what's called a cookie cutter answer? In today's episode, I'm sharing exactly how you can highlight your strengths for a confident interview. I've listened to many designers, creatives, and tech professionals share about their strengths, whether that's in an interview itself or they're talking about 
their role. It doesn't always have to be in an interview setting. But I will hear them use very similar language. They will say, I'm very passionate about my work. I am creative. I have great attention to detail. I am good at solving complex problems. And yes, these are strengths that you can absolutely highlight. When you're working in a creative industry, though, being passionate, creative, good at solving problems, and having great attention to detail, these are essential skills to the job description. When you share these strengths, you start to sound exactly like the other person who've just had the interview. What makes you unique? How can you prove that? How can you back it up? Before I share exactly how you can do that, how you can highlight your strengths in an interview, it's important to take some time to identify your strengths. And yes, I'm really emphasizing your strengths because when you are sharing strengths like I'm creative, I'm passionate, you might be saying those because you feel that's what's needed for the job. But when you do that, you will start to sound like every other candidate. Of course, you want the strengths that you have to match the role, but don't just repeat the ideal qualities that you think you should have as listed in the job description. You want to ask yourself these questions. What are you good at? Really, what comes so naturally to you? What are your strengths? What do you have to offer? What comes to mind? And I'm going to help you work through this a little bit. There are different types of strengths that you can highlight. So I want you to consider the different categories of the types of strengths. The first is your education and training. Do you have any relevant certifications? Did you complete any courses? Do you have, for example, a graduate degree or other qualifications that are relevant or have helped you to prepare for this role and to work in this field? Did you attend any trainings or further development that you can now consider to be a strength? And it doesn't always have to mean that you have a certificate. For me, coming up with ideas, being creative, conceptualizing ideas is something that I've developed and worked through on the job over time. But that particular skill could have come from your time during your MBA or a time that you took a certificate online. We can also consider our experience. Did you spend a lot of time working on a certain task? Perhaps you have a lot of experience working in a particular industry or with a particular type of person. You could have a lot of experience working with a particular tool or software like Figma or Illustrator. Or it could even be that you have experience working with a particular type of client or on similar products. What experience do you have? The next type of skills are hard skills. And hard skills are job-specific skills that you might have learned through your education or training or through your experience. And these can be technical skills, things like proofreading, programming, copy editing, research, video editing. They can also be things like how quickly you type, 
the speed of typing, or it could be the proficiency that you have in a foreign language. You can also consider your soft skills. And soft skills are the personal attributes that you need to be able to succeed in your role or in your workplace. And soft skills are required for you to be able to interact effectively with people. And soft skills can be things like how you might approach a problem, how adaptable you are to change, your confidence, your leadership skills, your empathy, how you communicate your ideas, how well you negotiate, and how well you work with others and as a team. I help design tech and creative professionals with these exact skills. And if you would like to further develop any of them, and you are a design or tech professional, then you'll want to check out the Fluent Club. The Fluent Club is the best place for design, tech, and creative professionals to build, develop, and refine their professional skills, like being able to negotiate ideas, articulate decisions, but it's also a place for you to reach a higher level of fluency, express yourself confidently, and grow as a professional. Go to fluentspeakers.co.uk forward slash club to get your name on the waiting list. We are opening in just a few weeks and only to those with your name on the waiting list. It will be a pleasure to support you in continuing to build your strengths, whether you're actively looking for a new position or you plan to do that within the next few months or you're a seasoned professional and you would love to refine your skills. I suggest coming up with at least two to three strengths within each category. So I remind you, we have education, experience, hard skills, and soft skills. What are your strengths with each of these? Brainstorming these ideas is going to help you when it comes to choosing what makes sense for the interview itself. Now, it's not going to be that you will share every single one in the interview, but this exercise is going to help you see and acknowledge the strengths that you have, so you will be able to highlight them depending on the role. I also suggest that you spend time thinking about what is something unique or a strength that you have that they might not be looking for, but it will still be highly valued. So just an example, it could be that you have a degree in animation or it could be that you have a lot of experience working in a business setting. And these strengths might be highly valued in an agency, but not necessarily required. But these are unique to you. After brainstorming and understanding further what strengths do you have, it's time to choose the top strengths to talk about and highlight them. We don't want to get to our interview and start listing the strengths. It's all about focusing on quality and not quantity. As I said, you will hear many creatives share that they're creative, they're passionate about their work. But be specific so you can distinguish yourself from others. You don't want to sound just the same as everyone else that's applying for that job. You really want to stand out. How do you do that? Well, when it comes to not just talking about what you can do, you're really giving examples. 
I always like to think of the expression, you have to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. Instead of just saying, I have a high level of attention to detail. Give an example, especially an example how you've used that strength on a project. As a developer, this is something that you do very often when you're searching, for example, in for mistakes in code. Do you have an example that you can share how you're able to, for example, debug a piece of code that might have taken weeks to resolve and your colleagues and coworkers were very frustrated? How did your high level of attention to detail impact the project and help others that you work with? Tell a story around how the strength helped you in your role for a specific project or situation. And this is so important when it comes to highlighting your strengths. Your answer should be kept short though, and you will want to practice and refine before the interview itself, because it can be easy to go off on a tangent and not really go back to the highlighting the strength that you were hoping to. I go into more about the techniques of answering interview questions in the episode, How to Answer the Interview Question, Tell Me About Yourself. You'll find it in the episode description of this episode today, wherever you're listening to this podcast. It would be a great episode to listen to, especially if you have an interview coming up. Finally, as you tell your story, there is one more additional area that I want you to consider. And that is how you can use your voice. Once you have the story ready and you are sure that the strengths that you have match the job that you're applying to, and you've considered what we've discussed so far, it's time to practice. As you are practicing, I want you to consider which words are you going to highlight and emphasize? I'm going to give two examples. The first one, I don't highlight the words. Are you ready? I always take responsibility for my own professional development. I always take responsibility for my own professional development. Okay, it's quite a flat tone. Next, I'm going to say the exact same sentence, but I'm going to highlight and use my voice. I always take responsibility for my own professional development. There are some keywords here that I really want you to be able to take in. And the words that I've emphasized were, I always take responsibility for my own professional development. So words like I for my own, I was quite flat and neutral, but I always, I highlighted always, I always take responsibility for my own professional development. When you highlight these keywords, it does two things. The first is your listener is able to focus on those content words of what you're saying. So it's easier for them to understand. Secondly, when you highlight your voice like this, it makes you sound more confident. It makes you sound like you believe what you're saying, which is so important. Let's recap how you can highlight your strengths. Firstly, it's important to be aware of what your strengths are. Now, it's not always easy to do because many of the strengths that we have come quite 
naturally to us or we find them easy to do. What are those strengths to you? If you're not sure, you can ask your colleagues and a trusted friend or mentor. But it is really important to do the work here. Once you identify your strengths, you also want to be sure that the ones that you're choosing to talk about make the most sense. As a side note, you might think, "Mm, I'm not sure if this is a strength because I don't always do that task really well. I'm not the best at it 100% of the time. And that's okay. Just because it's a strength, it doesn't mean that there aren't times where you might make a mistake. It's perfectly fine to claim something as a strength, provided you acknowledge that there are times when it will trip you up. You also want to be highlighting more than just one type of strength. So the types of strengths that you have are your education, your experience, also your hard skills and your soft skills. Then it's about focusing on quality over quantity. You don't want to sound like you're just listing the strengths that you have. Focus on two to three key strengths. And it might be that it's just one from each. And highlight quality over quantity. And back up what you can do with how. Give personal stories and examples of times that show your strength, instead of just saying the strength without anything to back it up. And finally, it's how you use your voice. What words can you emphasize? If you ever feel insecure when it comes to speaking in a work context or for an interview and you'd like more support, then don't forget to check out the Fluent Club and put your name on the waiting list. It's at fluentspeakers.co.uk forward slash club. Like I said, it's opening very soon and I would love to be able to support you if that makes sense to you. But either way, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and found it useful, whether you have an interview coming up or not. Being able to speak about your strengths and knowing what strengths to highlight is a vital skill. You've got this. for listening to the design of communication if you have enjoyed today's episode and listening to the design of communication podcast then please follow us on spotify google and apple podcasts and share the link with a friend or colleague who will benefit any questions you might have feel free to send them my way i love hearing from you thank you so much see you next week